0: Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. Today is episode number 39, and we've got another special guest for you today, Miss Mallory Morales. I'm going to turn it over to her in just a minute as she stopped by our Next Level Pastor booth at the Orange Conference this year and sat down with my brother and just began to explain what God is doing in her life. It is so encouraging. She is wise beyond her years, incredible woman of faith. And so I want to encourage you with her story here in just a moment. But before I do, one of the things that Mallory encourages is to be connected to Jesus, to grow more intimately with our Savior. And so I want to read just one verse for you out of John chapter 15. And verse number four says this, Jesus's words, he says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. That word abide As I was reading it and doing a word study on it, I realized there's a really cool phrase that's connected to this word in the original Greek language. And that word means continue to be present. It doesn't just mean live in this. It means continue to be present. One of the things that Mallory encourages us with today is to be present real and be vulnerable with the Lord. And I encourage you, be present with God in every moment, in every situation in your life. Continue to be present. Without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to this interview with Mallory Morales. So I'm here at the Orange Conference. This is Joseph Caldwell. I'm here with uh, Mallory
1: Morales. Am I saying that right?
2: Yes, you are.
1: I am good. That doesn't happen very often, so that's (laughs) that's good to hear. So, um, my first question for you here is, uh, so wh- where do you go to church at?
2: Yeah. So I attend and work at Pearl Street Church, which is located in San Antonio, Texas. We're in the middle. We're like in the downtown area. If you've ever been to San Antonio, it's like right across the street from the Pearl, which is a really pretty place. Um, but yeah, so that's where we're located, San Antonio, Texas.
1: That is awesome. We've already got the chance to talk to some people from all over the country. So this is just, I- I'm loving this. He's just hearing about some of the things God's doing in different places. Um, so what what do you do at the church?
2: Yeah, so I'm a project manager within our kids' ministry, so I help with midweek prep, I help with um, volunteer scheduling, and just making sure everything is running for Sunday service.
1: That sounds like an insane amount of work.
2: Oh, it is, it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't even imagine. I've got three children of my own, and just trying to coordinate meal plans or anything for them is outrageous. So doing it within a church is crazy. Uh, But so, uh, what led you to start serving at your church?
2: Yeah. So I actually, I just graduated college within, uh, with a bachelor's in youth and family ministry. And I, um, COVID kind of like changed my plans in a a bit. And so I came back home to San Antonio and was really praying for a full-time ministry job. I didn't get that, um, right out of, right out of college. Um, (laughs) and so that was a fun time. Um, a lot of growth, a lot of, stretching and a lot of waiting um, in that time. And so I was working as a teacher's assistant And it was just strongly pressed on my heart to do full-time ministry. And I wasn't sure what that's going to look like because I love my church so much. I actually first started serving before I started attending. Um, And so I like love my church and I didn't want to go anywhere else. So I was praying that an opportunity for my church would open up because we didn't have really a job position. Um, We are a eight year old church and so we're growing exponentially. And so positions are opening up and after three to four months of just praying and, and just trusting that God is going to, is going to open up that door. And even if he didn't, he's still good. He's still God that he's still going to fulfill his plan and rule through my life. That even if I didn't get that ministry job, I was still doing ministry at my work. Um, and so, you know, three months, four months, I um, was just praying. And then um, my kids, pastor, they came to me asking me if I would like the position um, because they knew that my heart was for for ministry and I was very sold out for the church. I'm literally there every day, um, all day. And so I was very blessed to be able to, you know, pray about it and say, yeah, I think this is what God is wanting for me. Um, And so, yeah, just trusting that. And it's been fun. There's been a lot of growing for sure, because my gifting is not project management. (laughs) It's very much relationships and um, just getting to know people's stories. So,
1: yeah. That's and that's what that's a common theme I've been hearing is about hearing everybody's got a story and, and hearing their story and knowing that. So that is so that is so encouraging. And I and also uh, love when you're talking about just during that waiting period, trusting God, because God's good. Yeah. Like you said, God is good all the time no matter what. And I, I just love that. So, uh, one, more, another uh, one of two more questions. Uh, what is something that God has, uh, God has shown you just in this last year? What's something specific God has shown you in this last year?
2: Yeah. He has shown me, um, the power of being deep, going deeper and being intimate with him. Um, I remember at the beginning of last year we were doing the Daniel fast, right? Um, right. And I, I prayed and asked God, I want to go deeper. You know, and I first thought it was maybe going to go deeper in the word, maybe deeper in scripture and like knowledge and wisdom, but it was going deeper where it was God was unveiling things in my heart that I like very much for a long time did not want to uncover, right. whether it was apathy, just lack of confidence, or feeling like I wasn't worth anything. So he has shown me throughout this like past year and just even the beginning of this year that that's the part that he wants. He wants the, the ugly part of me. He wants the part that I cover underneath the man. I'm not confident God. I don't know how you can use me. He wants that because he can use that. Um, and so just the parts that you don't want to give to God, he's saying, Th- that's what I love about you. That's why I created you. Cause Everything, all that you are, want you to worship me with, right? Whether it's something bad or if it's something good, the thing is, He created us and He loves us so much, and that no matter what it is that we're thinking, right, that we can think badly about ourselves, He's saying that's not what I think of you. That's not who I say you are. Um, so He's just revealed that to me in the past year, just you know, being raw and vulnerable and being my, you know, true self. I right? guess I say that with quotations. <laughs> yeah. Being my true self. Um, but that's not who God called us to be, right? right? He called us to be loved, to be adored, to be cherished, to be with him. Um, and to that vulnerability is not a weakness. Vulnerability in every way is a is a key to unlocking intimacy with him in, very, in, in so many ways.
1: You know, I've just been so absolutely encouraged, Mallory. You have been, th- this is just amazing. And it, it, one of the things that amazes me the most is just hearing everybody's stories, and, and knowing how God is so in tune with his children so in tune with with yeah. you in, in San Antonio and I'm I'm not there and and the same God that's uh, speaking to you is speaking to me and speaking to people who are listening to this right now and they're using God's using your story and that's just so cool so amazing how the, the new mercies that, that he provides every morning for us are it's everywhere yeah and so you've encouraged me so much what is something else that you you might have as a bit of encouragement for pastors around the world what's one thing you could you could say uh as a piece of encouragement for for the listeners that are they're that listening today
2: yeah i guess i would just say continue seeking continue seeking the lord right because everything that we have a blessing right like the you know, I would say this, Matthew 6:33, right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be added unto you. Do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow worries about itself. In every way, that is such a key scripture, not to say it's a cliche scripture, but it's such a key scripture because when we can seek him first, like everything else is a byproduct of seeking him. Um, so for pastors to continue to seek the Lord and to really dive deeper into scripture, you know, um, really separate scripture from the work. Right. Pastors are like, well, scripture is my work. Right. But separating to be like, yeah, it is work, but it's also my time with the Lord. It's where I I receive his truth. It's where I receive his forgiveness, his grace for myself. Um, But yeah, seek the Lord in everything you do and be with him, be just being is a powerful way to model for other people, especially within the church, because they'll do what the pastor does in every way. So just being and seeking the Lord, they'll do that as well. That is
1: awesome. Mallory, thank you so very much for being a part yeah, of this. Yeah, thank you. And um, I'm looking forward to, to just seeing how God flourishes and, and um, uses you in the, in the ministry he has you in. Um, just hearing, reading more about that, because it's just, thank you so much.
0: I hope you are encouraged today through Mallory's testimony and through her words of encouragement to you as we all serve the Lord together and be real with him and continue to be present with Jesus.